0: Well, hello there. Welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. This is Patty. And today we're going to talk about simple ways to clear your energy field. Now, this is a very hot topic. Whenever I speak to groups or I put questions out on social media saying, you know, what can I help with? This one comes up a lot. And I think the need for this has come up even more since. 2020, since throughout 2020 into this year that we're in, because I think we're all just feeling the vibrations that are shifting. And there's a desire to keep, you know, negativity out of our energy field, to not absorb the negativity or the toxic energy of, say, other people or situations or even objects. I think that we often make things like this more complicated than they need to be. Uh, there's a desire for process around it. And I'm going to talk to you about a simple process today that will help you clear your energy field. But I think where I want to start is to really set some ideas or place some ideas in your head in ways where you can just naturally keep negative energy away from you. And I don't even like to use the word protect because, you know, to protect you from negative, negative energy, because there's this idea that when we're using this word protect, we're basically even saying that there's something to protect us from when that's just not really the way that I see that it works. or I just don't even see that that's helpful in going out into the world that way. If we're going out with the idea that we have to protect ourselves, it naturally puts us into a defensive energy. And, you know, as if you've been listening for a while, you know, I'm a really big proponent of keeping our resistance low, right? that we don't, you know, when abundance in any form, whether it's love or money or support, whatever it is, when we do when we're not flowing it, it's not because we're not you know, it's not focused on the area we're not flowing on. It's an entire focus. Meaning, if money isn't flowing in, it's not because it's not just because your relationship to money, although that can cause resistance. It's that there's a field of resistance around us, and we're either at any moment strengthening that resistance or dissipating that resistance. And so, how we do one thing is how we do everything. And I think that that's a confusing, that that concept has been confused by, you know, a lot of manifestation teaching this idea that, you know, if you want to flow in a romantic partner, that you all your efforts are designed to physically relate to your environment around a romantic partner, you know sleep on one side of the bed, clear out a drawer, that kind of thing. And the same thing with money, Um, you know, have a conversation with a hundred dollar bill. And actually all of those things are helpful. They all work because they, what they do is they get your mind set in a direction of positivity towards the thing that you're looking to attract. So there's nothing wrong with it. The challenge is, if you aren't also working on your field of resistance, which is a generalized field around your body, it doesn't matter what you do to attract something. It's not going to get through the front door, right? And your field of resistance is the front door. And so everything I'm doing and sharing with you here and the idea of creating space for magic is the space for magic is really lowering this field of resistance, And so when you look at blocking negative energy or protecting yourself from negative energy, and there's things you can do that don't cause resistance, but when you use that traditional language of protecting against, that actually just sets your mind into a position of defensiveness, which does actually strengthen your field of resistance. And when your field of resistance is high, it's strong, it's blocking all good things. So yeah, it might help to protect against negative energy, but it's also blocking other things. So how do you put up a, a barrier around yourself to negativity without actually strengthening that field of resistance? That's always what I'm looking for. That's the question I'm looking to answer. And so there's a few things that I've learned to do on a consistent basis that actually help to lower the field of resistance on a bunch of different levels. So the first thing is to avoid situations that are going to naturally create toxic energy. That's right. That's obvious. And by avoid, I mean, not being again in this defensive places, just make good choices, be discerning with your time and your energy where you put it. And so one of the places that we have constant access to where I don't, I will raise my hand and say, I am not always discerning. So I'll just put it on myself, but I'll let you decide for yourself is the internet and specifically social media. So, you know, when we're consuming something that someone else has written, we are also consuming whatever intention they had when they wrote it. That is whether it's a news article, whether it's media in any form, you know, a movie, it can be an, uh, a podcast, it can be any form, you know, someone going live on Facebook, whatever it is, an audio, whatever intention they had when they created it, we are going to consume their words, but we're also going to consume that intention. Now, you may have noticed, if you're a frequent listener, that when you listen to these podcasts, you likely feel better finishing up the podcast than when you started, you know, and there's, I hope that that's how you feel anyway. Um, Certainly, my intention is to put out content that will make you feel that way. But before I record these podcasts, I set a strong intention to help. And to move any unconscious intention I have to sway you or make you think something, I set the intention to move that out of the way because that's going to come from my ego. So I have set that intention to infuse this podcast with whatever wisdom I can channel and with love, with the intention to help. And so if you feel better at the end of this podcast or any of the podcasts you listen to with me, than you do when you start, it's likely, yes, there's there's information there that maybe helps, but it's also just consuming my intention to, to be helpful and this intention to spread love because we can do that just as easily as we can have this intention to convince someone of something. We can also have the intention to just be helpful, right? And so you want to notice how you feel when you're consuming something more than what it's telling you and how you feel is going to give you a lot of information on whether you should consume more or not. And I'll say, just check in with yourself right now. How do you feel listening to this podcast? How do you feel? If it's not lifting you up, then I recommend that you turn it off, right? I, w- I want the best for you. And so that's where we have so much power to use our discernment to naturally create uh, energy field that just doesn't receive negativity. I guess that's really where we want to be is rather than blocking it, setting it up so negativity just sort of pulls away from it. Almost that if you were to drop oil and water, right? Oil and water don't mix. And so if, you're, if your choices are all set to create love and to receive love and to receive good energy, then that negative energy is going to naturally just move away, right? Partially because if you're making choices, you're using your discernment to make choices that are beneficial to you then you're not even going to be exposed to that negative energy, right? If let's say this podcast, and and I hope again that this podcast wouldn't make you feel negative, but if you were listening to something else or even this one and you turn it off, well, there you go. You've just, you've created a wonderful way (laughs) to no longer receive that negativity, which just makes it a lot easier. You don't have to block it. You just be away from it. Same thing goes with people and places and that discernment that we have that human quality of discernment is a superpower when it comes to moving us out of situations of negative energy in a way that keeps our energy field nice and clean and also keeps us in a receptive energy without resistance so using our discernment seeing you know being clear about what we consume just understanding Most of what people put on social media, they're trying to serve their own agenda. You know, even if they think they're being helpful, they're angry about something or they believe they're right about something. Their goal is to get you to believe what they believe, not for you to have the highest outcome that is right for you. And so, anytime that's the case, if you choose to ingest that, then That's a choice, right? And that choice is allowing in something that you may not want to consume. The strategy I always recommend to people to start playing with this is when you're consuming social media, so separate social media from all other forms of media. When you're consuming social media, look at how much time you spend on social media, then reduce it in half. And make a commitment the following week to do just half that amount of time. And notice, do you just feel better? Almost always the answer is yes, because unfortunately, a lot of what's out there is just not good for us, right? It's just, it's filled with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of people doing their emotional processing in an unhealthy way out there. And when we, you know, even if we love someone, consuming their unhealed stuff isn't ideal for us, right? And then furthermore, once we consume something, it tends to be a little sticky, meaning it looks for other things like it, right? And then it sort of perpetuates that same energy inside of us. So if you've consumed a lot of social media and it's kind of get left you feeling like, err, it's likely you're going to react outward to other people that way. And now we're perpetuating this this entire cycle, right? And so with social media, it's just cut your time in half, you know, watch your time for a week, track how much it is. And then like my, I look at social media primarily on my phone. If you're like me, my phone tracks how much time I spend on it. Just use that and then cut that metric in half. From regular media that's outside of social media, my recommendation is for again for a week, just notice how you feel when you're consuming anything. Um, when you're listening to the radio, if you listen to talk show hosts, you know, any of those individuals who might be out there on radio media, let's say, just notice how you feel. And the minute you start to feel something that is negative, turn it off. Just for a week. Just make this choice to turn it off. You you're watching a movie. You're not feeling great watching that movie, even though it's a blockbuster. Even though everyone's talking about, turn it off, right? A TV show, turn it off. Just start for a week to have that discernment, that care, and that kindness for yourself, and watch what's what starts to happen. Your world will get a lot cleaner. Your energy will get a lot lighter, and you'll feel better. You just will. All right, so. There's a second strategy, a very challenging one for, for many of us, for many of us who are caretakers, who like others, to feel like we are taking care of them, that we're paying attention to them. That's where we get our value from. Raising my hand as well. And that strategy is to say no when we mean no. Now, I'm sure that's not you're not hearing this for the first time, but you might be hearing it in this context for the first time. You know, when we're picking up on negative energy around us, what I find is most people want processes to clean that energy off of you, or how do I set up an energy shield so I block it? And again, we're going to get to that, but it's so much less effort if you make choices that naturally repel negative energy. And one of the best choices you can make is to say no when you mean no. What happens is when you say no, when you mean no, no matter what it's for, it sends a huge signal out to the universe that you are clear of what works for you and what doesn't, and that boundary is very, very strong. It's in place. That's not resistance. That's just clear boundaries, and when you have strong boundaries over what's right for you, Those boundaries then again, they start to repel all of that negative energy, that toxic energy, because you've naturally set up a system where inside my energy realm are things that are good for me and everything else is outside of it. And so you just need to say no. Now, it takes a lot of courage to say no very often, but saying no is one of your best defenses against negative energy. Even if the thing you're saying no to isn't negative, let's say, your friend says, you know, hey, do you want to do a Zoom party? And you're thinking, I am so done with Zoom parties. (laughs) I don't want to do a Zoom party. But you're like, well, I like all my friends. The thing is, so it's not that you necessarily are going to receive some type of negativity on that Zoom party that you're aware of, but it's important for you to take care of your own energy realm and honoring what it needs, needs to be your priority if you want to have this clean, clear energy system. All right, so now you have two strategies you can employ right now. They're just gonna naturally start to repel that negative toxic energy and keep your energy systems clear. And I promised you that in addition to those strategies, I would give you a way to clear your energy when you've absorbed negativity or actually just ensure That you're quote unquote protected. And so, this was a combination of strategies I've learned from a couple of different teachers that I've worked with over the years. And uh, the first is to set a a bubble of light around you. And we're going to, that's not the first step, but I will just mention if you've heard of doing this before, we are going to do that. I'm going to walk you through doing that. What you want to be aware of is. You don't have a set and forget energy bubble, and I think that's where people get lost in this process. And it's one of the reasons why I don't love it as the way to block negative energy or to repel negative energy, is that you know depending on how challenging an environment is that you might go out into or even absorb in your own home, uh, your energy bubble may not stay intact. And you'll have to keep reinforcing it through the day. And it's, you know, with all the things on our list, do we really need one more to do? But it's a good habit to start the day with. And before you do that, what I recommend is doing an energy shower. So first thing in the morning is, to me, the ideal time to do it. You're just going to stand. Maybe If you're in the shower, you can do it in the shower as well. But anywhere you can just stand there and watch with your mind's eye a shower head form above your head. This is a divine shower head, a universal shower head. This is responsible for showering you with clean, clearing light. And you want to watch the um, light come from the shower head and wash over you and visualize it just washing any negativity off of you. Any kind of squirrely, whirly things that have gotten attached to you that just aren't yours. And when I do this, I start off saying, just anything that is not of my highest good, please clean and clear it. And so you watch, watch with your mind's eye that shower just wash over you and wash it down a drain at the base of your feet. And you want to understand that your set intention that drain goes one way uh, down it can come back up. And since I see that dream going into mother earth, that's how I visualize it. I then thank mother earth, thank Pachamama for transmuting any of that energy, for taking it and transmuting it. So that's the first step. So you do that energetic shower, wash that off of you. The next step is to Put that energy bubble around you, so you're just going to visualize an energy bubble that's three feet out from you in every direction, and I like to call in my helpers when it comes to keeping my energy clear. My helpers are Archangel Michael and white Tara. now you might have others. Archangel Michael's a pretty good one he's a you know he is the protector of light workers he's the protector of energy, but whoever you want to call in please you know, help me strengthen this energy field. Only love in, only love out. That's the intention I set. And so now you've taken the shower, you've set the energy field around you. And then a final uh, measure that Dina Pagwa, my shamanic practitioner, friend, healer, I've had her here a couple of times uh, that a a technique she offered to me was then to visualize and call in the help of an animal spirit, right? And so that being that you're calling in, you're calling in not just a single animal, you're calling in the, the energy field, the spirit that that animal, animal holds the space for. And so whatever animal calls to you and you want to visualize it as its full spirit, so it's quite large around you and call it in and ask it to Whatever words work for you, protect you, hold your energy for you, support you, and visualize that around you. And that's a process that you can use each morning. And certainly if you feel like you've absorbed negative energy throughout the day, you can use it again, but that's a nice, simple, easy one to do. And then finally, the other thing that is pretty easy to do that's helpful is to wear on your, yourself, it's, you know, I wear it around a chain, is a, a protective crystal, a crystal that naturally blocks and transmutes negative energy. So, generally, all the black crystals do that. I have black tourmaline, I wear black tourmaline a lot, and onyx. There's a few out there that you can get. And if you don't like wearing chains, you know, you put it in your pocket, anywhere that you can wear it on yourself. And then another great crystal you can use on your desk or work surfaces if, you know, around the doorways of places that you want to have a space that is yours is selenite. And so black tourmaline and selenite are both fairly inexpensive crystals to acquire also and easy to keep. So those are my recommendations for you. What I can promise you is that. At any moment in time with pure intention to be cleared of any negativity and to ask for light and love to fill you, that, that is always sufficient. That is always enough. And we have lots of helpers out there. Ganesh is the helper of overcoming obstacles. Buddha holds the space of love and compassionate self love. Archangel Michael protects our energies. Archangel Gabriel protects our voices. Archangel Raphael protects our energy systems, our physical energy systems, our health. Archangel Uriel, he's one of my favorites. He has—he um, is the light shower. He shows us the way through challenging times. And then so many of the other Ascendant Masters, White Tara, Green Tara, there's just so many to choose from. And I encourage you to find yours, the one that really feels like it is a master that is here to join you and support you and help you, if that feels good. If you're of a traditional religion, then someone within your tradition, certainly Jesus and Mother Mary are two wonderful guides and masters from my religion, from the Christian Catholic religion, and there's so many across all religions. They each has a beautiful leader within it that we can call on to help us and guide us. My hope is that you are feeling good and peaceful now. And if you would like more techniques and information or discussion on this, I definitely invite you to join our Facebook group, the Space for Magic Facebook group. We'll drop a link below, but you can also reach it by typing in facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Space for Magic. And we're always having conversations like this in the group. It's absolutely free to join Um, we have a wonderful, wonderful community, and I know you will like joining us there. And in a couple of weeks, just keep your ears open. I will be announcing a new training series, make space for magic, where we'll be taking all of this information, going deeper with it. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful week ahead. And I send you my love. Hey, thanks for listening.